been busy moving so i uh, couldn't really get the guys all together to do a proper podcast while in the midst of doing all that so let's get this one out of the way because you know you've been waiting for it and a lot has happened like a lot has happened as far as uh we can tell in the gaming industry as far as uh things that are announced it's been kind of nuts so uh tokyo game show happened as well as like a couple other crazy um things like a bunch of announcements i think the capcom presentation happened uh i think nintendo also had a thing that they wanted they had a little live event that they did it's just it's been quite a bit before we dive into that i'd actually like to i mean we're obviously gonna go through the whole news this is part of it uh i'm gonna give a nice little shout out to an indie game that we've been watching on here that we talked about and keep an eye on uh pocket bravery um, they're getting a really nice crossover with an unexpected one. They're getting a guest character known as um, Sho Kami. Kamoi. Um, trying to remember exactly where he's from. Oh, uh, yeah. I know. I had to dig deep into my uh, video game, uh, fighting game knowledge. Uh, this guy is from Breakers, a classic SNK fighting game. So, by all means give them a shout out like what a good pull actually to be honest with you um i didn't get a chance to play breakers but i actually seen gameplay of it several times before it's kind of fun from what i could tell and the fact that they even managed to get somebody from like snk to just guest star in it i'm like bravo guys you guys are doing great out here um another one i want to mention keep in mind i'm going to put there's a lot here guys i'm just going through like the basic stuff that i can pick out and go like i'm excited for it but i'm gonna put in the description a link to the entire docket list on this one just in case you by any chance might have missed some of these i mean it's been kind of crazy with the, the all week i'd be surprised if you didn't at least didn't hear about a couple of these somehow some way um one of the ones i wanted to mention is uh one piece film red we got a got a nice trailer on that one movies looking to shape up really nicely don't want to talk about that one too much because clearly it's got some stuff that you know some one piece fans might know about uh but if you're a big one piece fan by all means go check it out we got a boy shanks back again i noticed that i'm like yeah okay we got shanks back we're about to have some crazy stuff happen because technically speaking that man only really shows up when things get kind of crazy he showed up at the beginning of the story sometime in the middle when uh you know not gonna spoil one piece but obviously there's like some major stuff that happens like dead smack in the middle that uh everyone kind of knows about <laughs> if you do. but uh you know i just want to keep it safe for anyone that hasn't gone to check it out but and now we got it in this movie which i mean obviously I means something's gonna pop out i don't know what's gonna pop off but I'm definitely looking forward to it. I've watched like a decent amount of the One Piece movies, uh, and I know 
I'm technically caught up, technically caught up on the manga itself, and that's a that's a hard technically. I definitely finished Wano, I could say that much, but that's about it. Um, I haven't, I don't know what it was, I kind of dropped off a little bit after Wano, but that's doing better than some people <laughs> in general. So, you know. Um, another thing we got here is, uh, I believe it's Mahoy Arms. I played this one and I talked about it before, it's pretty sick. Uh, but uh, the major thing about this one is they got a new build coming out, so if you're already like been playing it, they got some cool stuff going on and a new character which i'm super excited for i like my punch girls and that's what they're doing here so i'm gonna have to just give that a whirl while i give a chance we'll talk about it when we get back together with the boys but she looks awesome and apparently this build is coming out in well september which is now um but not at this exact moment from what i can tell based on the tweet that they gave put out um no date specifically just september so Chances are it could be already out. It could be out later in the year. By year, I mean month. Because it's the, they, that's the date they gave. So. Well, it actually says, uh. Yeah, okay. And I'm still reading the thing just to make sure. It just says now out on Steam this September. But, you know. But keep an eye out for that one. If you want to go take a look at the tweet to see her gameplay, she looks sick. I actually don't know what her name is though. She's just all we need. All we know is she's a gauntlet style character that's doing some crazy stuff. And uh, I like my punch curls, so we about that. Also, this game is uh, sick, by the way, because anybody that hasn't played it and hasn't heard of it, it's a character style, a uh, character action style game, much in the vein of Bayonetta and Devil May Cry. That's uh, being made by an indie studio. It's definitely an early access, but what they have there is really well made, honestly, based on what I've played, and I would highly recommend it. I have always mentioned in character action games, it's one of my favorite genres, so they're making, they're actually pretty hard to make. Fighting games and little people, little that most people know, fighting games and character action games are one of the hardest genres to make because it involves so much balancing. Um, shooters are surprisingly easy based on what I was able to do in my own time messing around with video games, uh, but that doesn't mean that it's not hard in general, like people put in really great work on those. But, um, like Ultra Kill. Ultra Kill is crazy. Um, another one sad bit of news that we have to put in is uh, Babylon's Fall will be shutting down, actually. Let us open up this little link real quick. Uh, it'll be shutting down properly February 28th, 2023. So, uh, unfortunately, Babylon's Fall was not able to make the comeback. I think everybody kind of was hoping it would try to do. I'm really sad that this just wasn't a co-op like character action game which it should have been square enix really screwed over platinum games on this one i'm not even a front um but it'd be like that sometimes uh i actually was really looking forward to it i never even gave it a shot because everything came out and it's like it just wasn't wasn't it but it'd be like that sometimes uh, sometimes you, you win some, sometimes you lose some. So, um, another game I need to mention on this is Octopath Travelers 2, which, to be fair, I have not watched the trailer on this, but this is gonna be kinda wild. Um, the fact that this even got announced, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm down for another one. I barely touched the first one, but I, I like the idea of just starting anywhere with a party and just making them 
it just there's no determining factor you can play through as many stories as you want you can play through almost none of the stories as long as you can beat the game at least with i mean i think you can beat the game with one character if you gave it a shot but it would involve a lot of grinding and that would be pretty good but usually the deal is to pick who you want on your party or pick everyone you want on your party just get everybody and uh make your way through a pretty interesting story uh each class pretty much in this game is an individual character it's tied to it right now we're actually looking through on the trailer uh we're looking through some of them i saw the warrior i saw one that was a merchant um trying to see i saw another dancer different type of dancer i think this time than the one that we had yeah the warrior is different let's see we got a dancer merchant which i thought he was going to be a detective honestly we have the scholar but uh thief a new thief this time around uh cleric hunter actually i think everybody's different this time around apothecary and i think that's everyone or at least everyone that's in this trailer which i guess i mean that's eight people right there i don't know if i did the map on that one right I just named off people, so we have Pete Cleric, Hunter, Apothecary, Apothecary seems to be the last one, Dimensioned, Smaller, Merchant, Answer, Warrior, One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, I don't know why, something in my head was just telling me that that just wasn't enough to be all eight, but yeah, it's totally all eight. But that's the party we're going to be dealing with this time. It looks kind of interesting, I'm kind of down. Um, Octopath was the game that initially I was really excited for, um, as far as like how it looked. I That excitement ended up being transferred over to Triangle Strategy, which I am still making my way through. That's a long game, man. Um, by the way, we also got, speaking of something similar to Triangle Strategy, we have uh, Fire Emblem Engage, which, to be fair, I need more information on this one, but from what I can tell, it seems to be another proper entry in the franchise. Not so much like the Warrior series, it's it's just another one straight up. Um, I want to see. Some of cast the characters, turn-based, yeah, turn-based tactics. Uh, but yeah, this one's it even got an announcement. Um, a release date. It says it's coming January twentieth, twenty twenty-three, which I'm down for. I'm always down for a fire game. I've been meaning to get into the series for a while now. Three, three. I think it was three heroes or three kingdoms. Three kingdoms. Three kingdoms was the last one. I wanted to play the Warriors games that they had and uh i was really interested in making three kingdoms the first one i played uh, just because of how everyone was kind of fevering up the mouth about it and as we know i do like my uh strategy rpgs so i don't know it's just one of been one of those franchises that i know i would like but for some reason have just kind of glanced around the outside for some reason not entirely sure as to why i do that but you know Wrong. I think you guys should definitely check it out though. It's it's Fire Emblem if you haven't gotten a chance to play it. It's it's cool. Um next up for our moviegoers we have 
uh, Babylon. This one's an interesting one. I, anytime you mention Babylon in general, I kind of get interested if we're going for that kind of setting. Uh, Babylon is set in uh, 1920s Los Angeles. It takes place, uh, oh, my bad. Um, yeah, but it is 1920s Los Angeles, which, okay, all right. Giving me um, certain vibes already off rip. Um, and it's a tale outsized and amb outsized and ambition outrage excesses and trace of okay hold up the trace of rise and fall with multiple characters during an era of unbridled decadence and depravity in early hollywood okay so let's focus on early hollywood yeah that makes some time to consider like just getting the comparisons to babylon okay i'm kind of down but that's about all we're getting for full-on like plot synopsis goes it does look fun, right? 1920s. I mean, honestly, it's giving me great Gatsby vibes a little bit, and that's one of my favorite films. So, I mean, let's check it out. Like a modern day, I'm down for a modern day great Gatsby. Um, there are plenty of other ones that were that are on this list. I highly recommend you guys go looking at them, but I'm skipping through for now just because of time more than anything else. Uh, let's take a look. Obviously, Bayonetta 3 got its nice little final preview. Ton of big love for Bayonetta 3. Can't wait for that one to come out. Comes out on my birthday. Let's go. Ready for that. Um, we talk a little bit more about what exactly she's fighting. She's fighting the enemy known as the Monkulus. And we got to see a bit of her gameplay. Apparently, she's there's some long-standing uh, things that are being taken away and kind of replaced with something interesting. As we've seen before in some of the trailers, uh, Bayo is kind of using a lot of her... She's using kaiju battles. We're having a lot of kaiju battles here. Demons are coming out to fight for her in ways that they didn't really before. I mean, we got a little taste of that in Bayonetta 2 with uh, some of her other demons fighting other demons and coming out and like officially fighting stuff. Uh, Madame, Madame Butterfly uh, fighting in the background in some stages. Uh, that stuff was super awesome like great but the idea that you can probably control them and just let them run free because you're controlling them in some of these fights awesome um they're doing away with custom sets so before you could equip uh bayonetta's hands and feet with two different weapons they're instead going in favor of um item sets so whenever you switch you just switch to that one which I guess makes it more like Devil May Cry, its uh, predecessor. Um, in that way, you can now freely switch weapons. So uh, we'll see if they'll just she'll just have like an entire her entire arsenal at her disposal. If she does, that's really cool. In general, that's a cool little thing. One of the things that they also took away, it seems, and are replacing. I shouldn't say take away. They're replacing it with uh, her transformations, like her animal transformations, like her eel and panther and all of that, like her bird. They seem to be uh, messing around with that a little bit and making it more of demon transformations. So technically, this is the first time in the series Bayonetta has like a real double trigger. Umbered Climax in the last game was a double trigger, so I think a lot of people forget about that. But this is technically her transforming into a smaller, like, more humanoid version of the demon she's currently using which i think is kind of cool I, I say humanoid i'm pretty sure i saw her transform into a spider at some point during this which is kind of wild but like 
um the idea of her transforming into like a little i mean technically speaking i always thought that she was basically a tiny madam butterfly but like based on this it's even more so and i think that's really cool um i'm gonna miss the panther transformation because i think it's i think that's fun right like when it's just doing drifts as a panther it's kind of just a fun stuff to do and some of those bird moves were kind of useful but i do think this is a way of kind of differentiating band of the three from the other two games and making it a little bit more interesting if i if you say so myself we also got another sonic frontiers trailer which showed off supersonic and i was shocked that they were willing to show off this so early um uh I, i'm gonna be real sonic frontiers has been looking better and better as time has gone on and i kind of wish they just started with these trailers <laughs> like i don't know what that was before but they should have honestly just put these out i'm hoping that this game is uh i'm hoping that this game is great man because it's it looks good we got to see different zones we get to see the desert stuff we get to see what you're dealing with as far as like what you're fighting sometimes Apparently you can use the emeralds to take out certain threats, and I'm wondering if you can use them multiple times throughout this game? I mean, that would be a first to just straight up be like, well, we're going to be fighting multiple things that require you to just be stronger. So, I mean, go get the emeralds. If we do that, that's actually kind of cool, where the main goal is to get the emeralds in every zone, as opposed to just, I mean, it'd be obviously easier to get them than it was in previous games, but I think uh, that would be kind of cool to the idea is that the story revolves around the fact that it's like yeah you're gonna need to be a little bit a little bit stronger to deal with these problems but every time you have to deal with it you know the emeralds shatter into this another zone or something like that you know it'd be cool i think it's cool like i said the game's shaping up to be a lot better than i thought or i initially thought uh do we have a release date let me see i uh, i know it's available for pre-order I'm not seeing, which is weird. I'm not seeing a release date. Maybe I'll go look it up. Maybe, uh, let's do this. Because for us to be able to pre-order, I feel like you gotta know when it's coming out so you can at least, you know, put your money down and know it's this far out. I have this much time to get it. You're talking free shipping. November 8th. There we go. We have an initial release of November 8th, 2022. So, that is uh, next month. It's not too bad. Early next month. I'm down. Actually, no. November, yeah. Uh, the month after. Yeah, I'm, I'm super down for that. So, we have like a whole month between. We have the rest of this month, October, and then November. My bad. Um... But next up, let's see what we got here, guys. All right, so this next title is confusing to me, to say the least, but I am excited because it's a Yakuza game. But um, the weird part about it is that it's, it is a, uh, well, based on some of these things, it sounds like it's a remake, but I don't believe that's the case. But it's a spin-off game, which is connected to Yakuza 6. Which, I mean, I guess does make it, like, possibly... Um, it's possible that it was a... Uh... Wait, hold up, wait a minute. 
I'm reading it in this description. <laughs> I'm super confused. I'm even more confused. Okay. There's actually like I think there's three different games coming out, and this is the this is what's making it really confusing. So there is uh there is like a dragon Gaiden, which is uh the man who erased his name. This is about Kiryu. Right? Kiryu's up to something. Apparently he's being called back, and this one is the one that's taking place between Yakuza 6. Uh it will be connected to Yakuza 6 and also be connected to the upcoming and I haven't talked about it yet, but uh like a dragon eight which is you know our our favorite yakuza series but it's getting another another installment um but apparently this is supposed to be canonical and set in the events during yakuza 7 right so i guess this is what kiryu was up to during the events of yakuza 7 which is interesting now for the weird one we have like a dragon isen or Ishin, yeah, Ishin, which is apparently a remake. <laughs> but uh, not only is it a remake, um, it is basically it is the entire cast of the old Yakuza games playing events in the past. Essentially, it's like the characters themselves are reprising roles as other people in history. Um, this is taking place, uh, you're taking the shoes of Saka, Sakamoto Ryoma, which played by, played by Kiryu. <laughs> um, but it's a, yeah, apparently it's a remake. I've never, I wonder if it just never came out in America. I've just never heard of the original. Oh, there it is. Okay. It originally came out in, um, 2014. And it, yeah, it's literally that. It's a spinoff game of uh, of Yakuza. It's a which you get to actually murder people, which is weird because technically you totally murder people in this game, but doesn't count. <laughs> um, where you're roaming around a, I want to say Edo period Japan. I could be wrong. I mean, I'm not inherently like I I haven't lived in Japan, so I don't know the history. Of Japan that well I just wouldn't have learned it like that but the Edo one seems to be the one that I think I know the most and it looks like it's the Edo period um and that's fun I guess it's the idea is that you're playing like an Edo period Yakuza but you're not playing as any of like all the characters all the faces are the people that you the characters you know and love but none of them are themselves and I think I like the quirkiness of the idea of Hey, everyone's just playing someone else. <laughs> you look at Majima and you're like, that's Majima, but it's not him though. <laughs> that's not, that's not him. That's not how he acts inherently, but I think it's cool. Um, obviously the last thing out of this big thing is the fact that there is a uh, Yakuza 8 coming which I'm sure you guys caught that big, huge super hint, considering that, uh, I said it, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, they actually dropped several trailers for this one, but yeah, it's a remake, so, uh, we have Yakuza 8, uh, Yakuza, uh, Ishin, yeah, Ishin, and, um, 
what was the other one and Gaiden which looks I mean they all look amazing I'm just amazed that we're even getting a, a remake the fact that they're deciding yeah pop it we'll just bring it over it's a weird game why not people like it and you're not wrong people will like it especially since it's the classic style um, what else do we have here? No, that's that one. And, oh, of course, my bad. Uh, we have to talk about Crisis Core Reunion. I cannot wait for this one to come out. I grew up playing this game, man, and now this game looks amazing. It looks so much better now. Obviously, I mean, they're doing some crazy stuff with the idea of using... Okay, so, the new Final Fantasy uh, remake, Final Fantasy remake, um, has some DNA, it has Crisis Core DNA in it, right? Like, that's the deal. They made a more action-based system using stuff from Crisis Core, right? Um, so, it has that initial DNA. Remake is way better than Crisis Core now but it's there now it looks like they've taken the dna from remake and retrofitted it into this remake of uh crisis core <laughs> which oh this is gonna be so fun the only thing that i can't really that still bothers me is i don't like the new voice actor for zach <laughs> i think he sounds a little too whiny and that's unfortunate because I thought the original voice actor for Zach did a really good job and was kind of cool sounding. This one is, I don't know, he just made himself a little too nasally or something. It's just, it's not the same voice and it's noticeable and they thought we wouldn't notice it. it it's a lie. Totally noticed it. But this is not coming out until December 13th, 2022. So everyone be prepared for that one. I'm for sure going to talk about this. Because, oh man, if you haven't played Crisis Core, this is easily, to me, Crisis Core hits, it's a weird game, right? Like, there are parts of it where you look at it and you're like, what the hell is happening here? But Zack is one of my favorite characters in the entire series because he's the only normal guy in the entire series. <laughs> he looks at a lot of the stuff that's happening and goes like, and... All he's dealing with is people like Angeal and Sephiroth and Genesis, as well as like the entire rest of the world of Final Fantasy. And he's looking at it as a normal person being like, what the hell is happening, bro? <laughs> what is this? I'm just trying to do my job. I had a simple job and I'm just not allowed. I'm not allowed. But, oh man, I can't wait. Can't wait for Crisis Core to come out. Um... We also have, uh, we got another, is this, um, let's see, Rise of the Ronin. Let's look at this. I want to look at this for a second. Because initially, oh, it was by Team Ninja. That's crazy. Okay. I didn't actually get a chance to take a peek at this one, which is why I kind of want to look at it a little bit more. So Team Ninja's doing a lot. Are they just, hold up. Is Team Ninja just deciding, ah, oh, bump. Actually, they, they kind of are. Um, this almost just looks like Team Ninja decided to just make, Jesus Christ, man. This game looks awesome. <laughs> uh, it's, God, I can't even get the sentence out. It looks like they made their own Ghost of Tsushima slash Assassin's Creed. And 
the idea that they just decided bump it we'll do it ourselves i'm down to play this one this one looks awesome um so by all means go look at the trailer for that guys let me see what else we got on here we got a lot so excuse me i'm trying to pick through a little bit more um i'm really liking stellar blade right now um and how it's looking shaping up to be something kind of interesting but i gotta see story-wise it looks it, it fascinates me right because I, I like sci-fi stuff i'm trying to see some gameplay in this trailer though now, if i could just get a glimpse of that which i think we're about to get some glimpse of this actually have i seen this game before we have seen this game before it's like the the platinum style kind of dark souls kind of game character action style got dark souls kind of game that they had going on i say that as she pulls out a gun <laughs> starts blasting people um yeah okay i this now that i'm looking at this trailer for some reason the name doesn't stick in my head but the the game itself does and i now i'm looking at it i'm like yeah no i remember you um we definitely talked this, about this game a couple times on this uh about to say channel on this podcast before i can't wait actually this looks great the fact that it's even at the state of play again i'm kind of happy do we have a release date yeah because this was project eve that's why i didn't recognize the name this was project eve <laughs> it's like they just decided like it's right there at the ending uh it's coming exclusively to playstation 5 and it's coming in 2023 so it's it's a ways away not too far but a ways away nonetheless Let's see, what else do we have here? Well, obviously, we gotta talk about Tekken 8. We got a lot of 8s. Uh, Tekken 8 looks awesome. Um, ah, it's a little weird, because I'm not the biggest fan of Tekken. So, when getting a direct comparison to the last game, this game has a significant improvement, but I'm not gonna lie, the first time I saw it, I was like, this barely looks like anything changed. And then I had to look at a side-by-side, I'm like, never mind, I'll take it back. I'm capping. <laughs> The weather system stuff going on, it looks crazy. Um, the cinematic, the cinematics on it looks insane. Tekken has always been like a looker though, to be honest with you. It's never not looked good. It's just how Tekken is. They're always on the bleeding edge when it comes to how their fighting games look. Um, but just seeing the main rivalry between Jin and Kazuya, it's, it's just clean. A part of me hopes that like there are large parts of the game that are uh, really focused on putting in those cinematic moments. I don't want it to be stopped every second, you know what I mean? But like every close, I, I, we know that Tekken 7 has like the close call system when think people are close to death and you get to almost the last hit. I'm kind of hoping we see that with like trades and things of that nature a lot more. Just really, really cool scenes during fights being emphasized cinematically. And it doesn't have to, you know, it doesn't have to take away from what you're doing in the game. But, like, you know, just something to make it a bit more of a spectacle. Because it's just fun to see fighting games be a spectacle, I guess. Um, we're going to skip down a few. By all means, please, please go. Please go look at these. Because there's, there's no reason. There's so many that you guys can check out. Um, we also got Pal World on here. Uh, this got another trailer another game that i am weirdly excited for i don't know how to explain it like i i i want it 
but I don't know why I want it. It's the best way I can possibly describe it. But basically, it's just, for those that don't know, it's Pokemon, but with guns. And that's just really the deal. It's, you're playing Pokemon, and then you said, bump it. I can, I can fight too. <laughs> um, basically, you're playing as, like, a, a Pokemon. Oh, yeah, and your Pokemon get guns too. <laughs> oh, man. It's just so dumb. It's so stupid, but it's such a good idea. And it's, it's like weird because it's, it's like, it's totally at odds with itself, but it's cool because it is. So you have obviously your cute Pokemon. You're doing your, your thing, right? You're doing the big mystical, obvious Pokemon adventure, but like, you're also like fighting off bad guys. You were using them as like, I, I guess the best way to describe it is like, is workers or, or whatever like you're doing they're doing some horrible crap and i get I, I guess the best way to describe it is that this game probably treats them like animals more than normal pokemon do, does because like obviously you can you can chill with some pokemon they work with you right they, they're cool they help you live but then you're also like hunting some of them down and being like oh man like you gotta go you're like an endangered thing but then also i'm watching people like give a what looks like a pikachu and uzi or an assault rifle and uh what looks like um i want to say uh shuckle shuckle is probably the wrong one i'm thinking of i'm thinking of like the blue one though um and that's not a good way of describing that because there are tons of blue ones in pokemon <laughs> but they're giving like full-on rockalanders and crazy crap so i'm like oh man but like never once is there like just violent blood or anything like that. So it's it's weird. It's just totally dissonant, but it's like cool at the same time because it's totally dissonant. And that's the only way I can describe that. <laughs> um, but coming up next, we have uh we obviously have to talk a little bit about um Low Wong Fall uh Fallen Dynasty, which apparently Wait, did I say that right? Yeah, Wo Long, Fallen Dynasty. Um, I don't know why in my head I felt like I said the opposite. Like I said, like Long Wo or uh, Low Wa Long, something like that. Um, either way, this game looks cool. Uh, Team Ninja once again is trying to outdo themselves with everything they did with Neo, except this time we're going with uh, Three Kingdoms. It looks awesome. They, I, they actually have a. Based on a lot of the trailers and stuff like that, I actually thought that this was going to be more of a, like a Neo 1 situation. This is definitely more of a Neo 2 situation. They have character creators, they're doing a lot more stuff with it, and the gameplay looks kind of, kind of, kind of fly. The best way to describe it. It looks like they want more one-on-one -on -one fights based on what we were seeing here, but obviously I wouldn't be surprised if they would naturally incorporate more enemies for you to fight. But definitely it looks like more one-on-one -on -one combat focus situations. And I wouldn't mind if, like, you know, the game is about is about one-on-one -on -one fighting a lot of times. And you want to, when you're in, like, situations of three or four is when the difficulty comes in. Because it's, like, there's, like, three dudes here. That's, that's a problem. <laughs> like, your character seems really, like, versatile and good at fighting. But it's just, like, you know, it just, it just puts a little emphasis on you going, like, oh, man, I gotta, I gotta deal with this. Crap sucks. Um, let's scroll down a little bit more. We got Chucky Season 2. To be honest with you, 
didn't even know Chucky season one came out. I know we talked about Chucky season one existing on this on this podcast, but like, yeah, I just I just didn't know. <laughs> um, Wanted Dead got a, another gameplay trailer. Can't wait for that one to come out. Um, that one comes out a lot sooner than I think, if I'm not mistaken. That one's like around the corner. Nope, no run. It is not around the corner. It's coming on Valentine's Day. So it's it's got a ways off. But you know, it looks cool. Um, for some reason it reminds me of like Devil's Third, but better. <laughs> like, that's just what I saw when I saw gameplay of it, and I was like, okay. Uh for your bleach fans out there, we got a new trailer, which I mean it's been out for a minute now, but we got a new trailer for uh, your favorite well thousand year blood war. Bleach is one of those things where it's weird because like I am a fan of Bleach, but not really. I'm real quick to roast Bleach for no reason. <laughs> like for no reason. But like I actually did quite enjoy several episodes. I guess it's the fact that it just had so many ways of just turning people off. The fact that it would just kinda hop into filler arcs in the middle of important events and things like that. And you're like, oh come on man, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Um, but can't wait to see this. I'm kind of glad that they're getting the chance to finish off the series as far as an animated game goes. Uh, Bleach has always been one of the top three and it deserved better. It's the best way I can describe that. It's, it's one of the classic ones. Well, quote unquote classics. It's a classic in the same sense of Naruto, uh, One Piece and Bleach, right? It's the top three. It's the big three, not the top three. So... At this point, I'm like, come on, man. You gotta get the justice, too. Naruto ended, it had its proper ending. One Piece is gonna end, and we know it's gonna get its proper ending. Bleach is the only one that ended, and it never really got a chance to, to for them to correct certain things or properly animate it and do what people really wanted to see with it the whole time. Um, Another one, oh, yeah, 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 we gotta talk about this. Street Fighter Six, looking crazy. Oh my god, okay, so one, they announced like four characters off rip, and then on top of that showed off a bit more about um, different game modes, mainly the story mode that they were, well, not story mode, the um, world tour mode they were showing off, which looks crazy. Um, you get to completely customize your character, which we kind of knew, but we didn't know to the extent. They're using the Monster Hunter character creator in this, which makes me go like, oh, <laughs> say less. This is about to be a really good character creator. Um, on top of that, they announced, because this is the important part, they announced Ken, Blanca, Dalzim, and Ihonda. All of them looking fun. Uh, Ken's got his crazy kicks back. Blanca's got traps now? He's got like a little projectile like setups that he can do, which looks nuts. Uh, Dalzim looks just disgusting. Like, like, and then I mean that in the best way possible. Like, the way he's fighting this, I'm like, oh, man. It sucks that I don't I don't play you as much as I used to, but I might have to pick him up just to have fun. And, uh, Yonder's, uh, Yonder's fun. Yonder's cool. I just, I don't have much to say about Yonder because I don't know, I've barely ever played E-Honda. Like, ever. I've never been excited for E-Honda. Uh, I'm excited for him to be in this game is the best way I can describe it. And I'm happy for Yonder fans. But uh, I myself have never touched the man. Actually, no, that's not true. I've probably played him like a total of like two or three times, but just never 
he never gelled with me is the best way to describe it i think he's uh like a well-standing member of street fighter and i think he always deserves to be like he has he deserves to have a slot reserved for him in every game because i respect him i just he's just not for me um best way we can go to this next one we got resident evil village golden edition and remake uh for news that one's looking nice let's go over here look at this a little bit um first off i'm already ready for village to get it's yes i want this uh third person mode so badly this is how i'm going to play the game i don't know what it is i just prefer the third person version of any of the Resident Evil games. I just think it's, I don't know, I don't describe it. I feel like it's better that way. Um, I think it's just because that's how I grew up on Resident Evil. So like playing the first person versions, just don't, um, they just don't really gel with me. And I get the idea that it's supposed to be like a little bit scarier, but you know, eh, I just feel like the game is fun in a third person perspective. Speaking of third person perspectives, um, they're also doing a lot of stuff with the mercenaries things. But more than anything, because we got to scroll a little bit further, uh, they obviously talk about the Shadow of Rose DLC that's coming. It was awesome. But let's get the real, real meat and potatoes here. Come on. We got to get there. The Resident Evil 4 remake. This is something I need them to do very, very well. <laughs> I need that to go so i i know they know what they're doing i believe they know what they're doing right but it's one of those things where you're like you, you know you can't mess it up you can't do it like you did with three which is weird because i like three i like resident evil remake uh resident evil 3 remake it's fun but it's missing part of that it's like there's parts of that game so i can admit that it's missing it's it doesn't have the classic stuff and they didn't do what they did with two and I like its more action approach because Jill knows what she's doing, so she would be better at, you know, fighting zombies. It's not her first rodeo. But um, I hope what they do is they take, uh, obviously you keep the mechanics that we know and love from 4. But I would like if they implemented some of the mechanics that they had in 3 into 4 and then kept the accuracy as far as like what you're going through to like the level of 2. And the best way, I guess, they would just have to look at both of those games and just be like, what can we take from each of these and just go forth. Um, but I can't wait. Looks great. Looks awesome, actually. Can't. Man, sweet. Like, this just so much. So much. Um, we're going to, obviously, we're going to talk about Dragon Ball real quick just because uh, Dragon Ball Breakers. They announced Majin Buu and the farmer as a thing. Uh, that's that's fun. We already kind of knew Majin Buu was coming because they kind of leaked them a little bit. And they showed the uh, uh, best, like, best way to describe it is the cover art. And we saw all three of them. But uh, that's funny. Also, game I never thought was going to get DLC ever again. I thought we were done. Uh, Dragon Ball Kakarot. Well, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. It's getting a Bardock DLC in which you're playing Spartak, which you know i'm not i ain't even mad <laughs> i ain't even mad it's just it was just something i didn't expect to come back at all like at all at all but you know it, it made his way back so we're not gonna we're not gonna 
nothing I can learn about it. Um, what else we got here? We got some really interesting two. Um, we got Stray Blade, Stray Blade, like we mentioned before. We talked about that one, Gunblade Gore. Uh, always, always great to see that one again. Ghostbusters Unleashed, which looks fun. That one's you get to make your own character and do your own Ghostbuster. That one's kind of sick. Uh, another game that's near and dear to my heart. We have uh, Gunfire Reborn. I don't think we ever talked about it on the podcast, but I'm glad that this game is back. Um, I'm just proud of it. Uh, I was supporting it when it was like early access, being an indie game, and glad that it was at the TGS now, meaning that it's come a long way since the last time I played it. Which means I gotta go back and play it now. <laughs> um, but that one's a. Uh, it's basically Borderlands, but if it was a roguelike, is the best way to describe it. Um, I think it's how it describes itself, honestly. It's, it's Borderlands, but a roguelike. You constantly switch weapons, you're getting a bunch of stuff, but like you're going through dungeons and stuff like that, and you want to get loot. But which I think it's a good combination of stuff. And you're uh, messing around with multiple character classes that are like leveling up and doing their own thing. It's really good. Um, I think. The last thing I'll mention on here is the fact that Fall Guys is getting a Destiny Destiny costumes because that's fun. That's just that's just fun. It's just cute. I don't, I don't see why I wouldn't be. Uh gotta hit up the keep an eye on section just because we got some things we gotta talk about. First of all, Gene Negan or Nigi uh Nagayan? Okay, Gene Nagayan. Or uh, Gene Animate, so at Gene Animate, um, this guy is a gameplay animator for Cyber. I said Cyber for some reason, even though I'm reading Sucker Punch. I'm tired, guys. It's been a long weekend. Um, <laughs> but you guys should go check him out. Just go follow him. All he does is make really cool animations of things attacking. The number one that we've been looking at because he keeps doing it and i think it's awesome is he does these really great weighted like sword animations of dinosaurs using using swords and uh you might hear that and go like what and all i'm gonna say is bro if what came out of my mouth doesn't interest you of dinosaurs doing anime-esque style sword fighting then man, you were never meant to, you were never meant for them. You were never meant to see the cool things that he does. I'm just, that's just truth. But uh, by all means, go check him out. Go look at his stuff for sure, guys, because that's, that's a dope one. That is a dope one. Um, just go support his animations. It's, it's, it's cool. Um, And let's see, what else we got on here? What else we got on here? We have we have Xenoblitz games. We have uh, Cognito Terra. Yeah, Cognito Terra. Cognito Terra looks really cool to me. Um, it's a 2D hack and slash game. From what I can tell, that I mean, it does a little bit of Spider Verse because I'm noticing it in, in, in the animations where they're animating on I believe it's twos because I had that little bit of frame skip in all of the, the motion, which looks really fun. It's always really fun. But yeah, 2D character action games. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I wanted to see if 
it changes. I remember there being something interesting about it changing perspectives in some instances. But if it doesn't, I don't worry about it. It looks awesome either way. We got some cool gameplay stuff going on. And honestly, from, I mean, they technically change perspectives all the time in this because they got some really nice, like, animated cool, like, cutscenes when they zoom in. And it's doing some Guilty Gear stuff, is the best way to describe it, as a hack and slash, like a 2D hack and slash. So, by all means, go look at it. Go check it out. Give them their support. They got some cool looking designs on here. Cute anime, uh, I guess anime waifus is the best way to describe anime waifus. I'm looking at them. Um, but by all means, I can't wait to see how this game turns out. It, it looks awesome. Um, and for now, I think that's gonna do it for this episode. So, guys, thank you for sticking around listening to me ramble about all the crazy stuff that's been happening this week. This is another episode of uh, Attack of the Minisodes, so I really appreciate you guys coming. As always, do the thing that we usually tell you guys to do, or at least attempt to, which is, hey, if you got questions, you can come to us on paperplayaction at gmail.com. That is paperplayaction at gmail.com. You can ask us questions there and we'll answer them on the show or, you know, wherever. Just go ahead and hit us up there or you can hit us up on our Twitter. Um, you can follow us there as well. We have updates. On, honestly, if you were following the Twitter, uh, you would have gotten the update that this episode would have been delayed and you've been getting a mini episode sometime later in the day at some point and that's not inherently wrong because it's later at night um <laughs> that being said uh so you can follow us uh, on the twitter or on instagram which is paper underscore action that is paper underscore action um and then finally uh you can always go to our well not finally my bad you can always go to our patreon to support us we are working on another method that may be more of a tip jar situation, so that way it's not a, like, uh, you gotta subscribe to us for a month or whatever. Weirdness. This Patreon's cool, but like, I prefer like just the idea of being like, I oh, mean, I like your stuff, put on a dollar or something. You know, but you know, it's, we're broke, so help us out. <laughs> That's the deal. Uh, if you like it, feel, uh, feel free. If you don't, it's cool. We appreciate you guys listening anyway. But more than anything else, spread the love. Spread the show. Right? Tell people about it so that you guys can talk about it. Just in talk about what you guys enjoy. I mean, more than anything else, it's not about us and him. I mean, just enjoy talking about things with people you like. Right? That's the moral of that story, honestly. So, but I mean... You guys have a good night or a good day or a good afternoon. Whenever it is for you, when you are listening to this and my ears, or your ears are, you know, messed that whole thing up. We're not going to worry about it. It's just basically when my words, sultry tones get to your ears, whenever that's happening, yeah, you're good. But uh, without further ado, I'm going to call this one. Laters. Thank you.